Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle. If you don't know me, I'm your dream coach from this day forward. I'm looking forward to you enjoying this podcast today and uh, getting some fresh hope, some fresh bread, some fresh life, some fresh breath as we're starting a new series on creativity, and we're calling it Creating with the Creator. And We're going to be talking about the renaissance of music. We're going to be talking about arts, entertainment, and I have an amazing, amazing special guest for you all today. It's a friend of mine. Uh, I get to call him Leo, but most people know him as Leonard Jones, and uh, he's been, oh man, he's been in music for 50 years. Um, He's taught everybody from uh, Johnny and Melissa Hessler, John Mark, Sarah McMillan, Josh Baldwin and everybody's favorite back in the day, Kim Walker. And so he's uh, he was just recently the chief musician at at, um, the church uh, at at the nation's church in Orlando. But he was he was with uh, Rick Joyner and Morningstar for like 20 years and started. I think it was called Eagle uh, Eagle Star Records there. But anyway, th- this guy is uh, amazing. Um, I, I w- I'm so thrilled that I had that opportunity about two, week- two weeks ago to spend a weekend with him in Otter Tail, uh, Minnesota, where we did a conference together. It was phenomenal. I love the worship. Uh, I, I, we just pressed through. We worshiped for like an hour, hour and a half every time we got together, sometimes two hours. And we just broke through into some stuff where there was a breaker anointing. And I was able to preach next level revelation because the faith and the presence of God that was manifested. Because the Bible says that he inhabits the praise of his people and he's enthroned on our praises. So I'm going to I think one of the first questions I'm going to ask Leo when I bring him on here is what does warfare uh, look like? How much does worship and praise dictate warfare in the Christian's life. So um, last week we did, uh, uh, last two weeks, we did it on discernment and wisdom. And I, you need to go back. And, and if you need to know what to do at these times, you need to go back there. But this is something else that is along the lines of that, of, of discernment and discerning the times and, and even what the, the now sound is and all these different things I want to get into even today. So without further ado, I want to bring on my uh, friend, uh, new friend, uh, but a long time, uh, appreciated his music. But uh, everybody, welcome Leonard Jones to the show. Hello, everybody. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> we're we're going to do a podcast together. And I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Leo, for coming on. And uh, man, when you, when we started, I remember we were, we sat for, I don't know, about an hour and a half one afternoon and we were chatting. And, and the first thing I said to you was, I just want to apologize because uh, I, 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 I left our time the first night we met. And I said, ah, oh, man, 
I wish I wouldn't have talked so much. I could have learned so much more. <laughs> but there, you've been in music for 50 years. You're with uh, Morningstar, and you were uh, the music director, what, for 20 years there? Mm-hmm. I was. I've actually been in – I started uh, – playing music 66 years 67 years ago wow uh but i got saved around 50 years ago so uh, uh since then i pretty much have used my talents for the lord i love it i love it yeah so you were you were in the secular industry for a while with um some of leonard skinner's um band well actually no uh, those guys had gotten saved uh, oh, okay. Two of, two of the members of Leonard Skinner, uh, we, uh, they gave their hearts to the Lord after a, a really horrible plane crash. Right. And, uh, and we did a, we did like a Southern rock, Christian rock band. Love and it. we went around and did a lot of the festivals back in then. That's a long time ago. And, um, and we just, you know, just they were able to, you know, give their testimony every concert, you know, and one of the guys uh, had actually died during, after the plane crash and, and was brought back to life through a, a nurse, a spirit filled nurse laid hands on him and he came back to life, came back into his body. That's amazing. Wow. So you've been on a journey. Oh yeah. It's been a long one. Yeah, but it's been a great one. Can can I just share your age with everybody? That's okay. You're a guy. You're a dude. You don't mind that. Sure. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, when did you go back to Berkeley College of Music? A couple uh, years ago. About two. Oh, let me see. It would have been 2020 and 21. Yeah, 21. So two years ago. Yeah. So you would have been 69 when you went back to music college or music university. Right. To, and what were you doing there? I studied film scoring and uh, orchestration. Yeah, because you're doing some um, orchestra work with the Charles, uh, is it? It's North the Char Char North Charleston uh, Pops Symphony Orchestra. And then you, you're also working with some uh, with a, an orchestra in um, in Florida as well. No, no, not yet. Uh, the, I got the job in Charleston through a studio that I'm working at in Florida. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So that's really interesting. And and I'm just like, I was just like, man, I'm 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 gonna be I'm 56. Mm -hmm. So when when I'm 70 years old and I'm bettering my craft, <laughs> I'm just like, that's the coolest thing. And I just I'm I was just like, man, that's awesome. I want to be I want to be like Leo when I grow up. And I, I'm just still figuring it out, but I'm, I'm getting there. So anyway, what was, what were your earlier life like when you're um, the chief musician or the music leader at, at Morningstar? What were things like then? Uh, you know, it started real small. Yeah. As usually good things start small. Right. Matter of fact, all is. That's the kingdom, right? Yeah. The way I look at it, pretty much everything I've seen that's really good started small and it started small. To me and Rick Joyner and a guy named Steve Thompson got together and started praying. Uh, I had actually been working for Rick in Morningstar for a year uh, before we started the church. Uh, 
and we um he just came to my house one day and heard what i was doing he said hey i, I want to hire you and I, i'm sure because <laughs> uh, i didn't have a job at the time and uh and what my job was we, uh, was there in in pineville in north carolina south carolina uh my job was to go out in the woods into this little teeny cabin and worship the Lord eight wow. hours a day. What? And I just, so, I mean, I literally went to the office. I clocked in. I went to that little cabin and just, just me and the Lord just for, for almost a year. What? You know, yeah. Just sit, just sitting there worshiping, you know, recording, doing, you know, but no, there was no church and uh, isn't that something so that's how that started that's that shows you know rick joiner's heart wow so th that really birthed something amazing it, it, would you say that that was your backside of the desert with david when he was practicing his craft not practicing craft, and i practicing the presence maybe is a better way of saying that and just worshiping the lord um yeah. I would say that uh, everything else was a downgrade. <laughs> everything else from that point was a downgrade? Yeah, because, you know, I mean, I didn't have to please a person. I didn't have to do anything but be in the presence of the Lord. You wow. know, no, nobody heard it. Nobody was listening. Only him. Yeah, him and about, oh, 10 million angels yeah. just being postured and ready to pounce uh, when the, when the when the last note was played to do you believe that there was that this is amazing ladies and gentlemen what 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 happened at the, so how many years ago was that Leo about oh that was been over over thirty years ago over thirty years ago when you when you just were you were paid to go into a cabin and praise God like um, that doesn't make any sense at all. But I, it, it will make a lot of dollars because God just <laughs> blessed that 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 heart blessed uh, what you were doing there and something absolutely got birthed. How much do you think a sound and how much the heart posture like that um, do we need to get back to? What what part of that is your takeaway that we could just release these people that? That there, we could just stay on this right here, not even talk about another thing. But for eight hours a day, you worshiped him and him alone. And that's birth. I'm, I'm not trying to lead the witness here or put words in your mouth, but it sounds like that really birthed something. Uh, I mean, even to this day, I mean, I'm sitting in, in our spare room. I have my studio equipment, you know, set up. I do a lot of recording in here. And yeah do my exercising here, take my naps here, do all kinds <laughs> of stuff. And um, I, I mean, seriously, the best worship I do is in here. Right. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's actually the only worship I actually get to feel when I'm mm -hmm. out, when I'm out in front of people and having to lead people. And uh, there's other, there's, you know, there's other things. You know, yeah. here, here, I, I, it's just me and God, you know, so when you're, when you're in the room, you're worshiping him. When you're on the stage, you're, 
you're leading people in worship. Both. Yeah, I'm, I'm worshiping. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But there's that added but, dynamic. But my mind splits. Yeah. A bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, and I think it's sp- supposed to. I think, you know, when you're, you know, the priest is supposed to be able to stand in the presence, you know, and right. and, and minister to the people. You know, it's, it's it's not a bad thing. I'm I'm just saying it's a step down from what I get. Yeah, myself. absolutely. But that's the heart. That's where that's where ministers, creative people need to come from before they ever step on a stage. Is that place of where your heart is so focused, your eyes are so focused, and everything. And that's the strength of it all, right? Mm-hmm. So you mentioned a line. Did who wrote the song "Show Me Your Face"? That's Don Potter. Man, I love that song. <laughs> I played that. I put that on repeat, repeat, repeat um, one day. Like one of the things that shifted my whole life was um, back in 1995-ish, 96. I went down to a conference. So what would that be? 20, almost 30, 27, 28 years ago. Probably. I, I went down to a conference and uh, you and Don were on the stage and... Um, we came, I came out of that meeting and uh, we went into our, our prophetic moment. And I'm going to get back to that meeting because I have a, a statement I want to make and, and want, your, want your thoughts on it. But we went out of that meeting that day and I, I, the Lord just said to me before we went to that meeting, sorry, I should have prefaced a little bit better, uh, that we had to lay down everything and go to, go to the place called Ye, Go Ye. And we were just, we just laid down. We had a very successful ministry at a church in, in Canada and had like 300 young, young adults and, and kids were coming out once a month to this amazing event that we call 24 seven God and things are just exploding. Um, and the Lord says, lay it down. And, um, I want you to, um, just come after me. And so I did, we did, we, we were at this time, we not, not always we were obedient like that, but this time we were, and we try to be, but you know, sometimes you're not. But anyway, we laid down, went to this meeting, came out, went into, we were waiting for our uh, session where four, we sit in front of four prophets. But before we went in there, there's this little boy that was running up and down the aisle and he had these new sneakers that they lit up when, when, uh, when he was running. And I said, man, my kids would love that. Uh, I think Brandon was like one or two at the age at this time. And he says, yeah, but I run fastest in my Indian shoes. And the prophetic anointing that is, was on that was just um, in that moment, it's just something clicked. We went into our prophetic moment anyway. Long story short, I won't get into all the details, which was glorious and wonderful. And it really set the trajectory for the rest of my life because I, I came home and I went and pastored on my own native territory. Uh, as many of you know that I'm a, a Mohawk, I was raised on the Tindanega Mohawk territory. And so we pastored on our own territory for about five years. And then I went into uh, a lot of national uh, initiatives. But that was out of um, out of that conference down where you guys were uh, working at that time. And I'm very grateful for that ministry for for staying the course and um, trying to be faithful to the word of the Lord and creating the atmosphere. But you know what? Uh, one, one funny thing happened, not funny, but it was a uh, really uh, profound moment happened uh, that one day. 
when we were at the conference and everything was going on and, and worship was going on and, and people were just having a hoot and a holler. And it was a, I'm not sure if it was a, a shindig or, or a hoot nanny, but it was a pretty amazing, the worship. And um, Rick Joyner got up and I don't know if you remember this moment and he stopped the whole, the whole train right in the middle of the worship. And he says, this is idolatry. Right now, you guys are worshiping worship and you're not worshiping the Lord. Do you remember that moment? Yes. I don't remember that, but that's like something he would say. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. And then I just, I just kind of was sensing and, and I was like, Oh, wow. That's a, that's wow. He's true. It's true. And, uh, and I was like, okay, wow. That's, that's some, uh, testosterone right there. Uh, uh, but it was true. And I think, at times we have we have done that and i want to tell you this ladies and gentlemen and leo the lord told me um i don't know maybe about a year and a half two years ago he says i want my church back i'm tired of my church worshiping worship and i'm and i'm tired of uh people prophesying about prophecy mm-hmm. where where do you think where do you think we need to go what do you think needs to happen what is the shift that we can be as People, people that are worshipers, but also especially people that are leading in worship, whether it be the apostle, pastor, or worship leader. Uh, well, in, you know, I mean, there may be preaching in heaven. I don't know, but I do know that there's going to be worship. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I look at the, um, you know, sometimes... Uh, pastors sometimes as as well as you know the worship team is like a jukebox right you know and put a uh, put a quarter in pull it you put the quarter in and and then you get you pick the song and and it has to be you know uh like i mean i've i've been in situations where uh you know where the uh, there's a there's a misconception that if the people do not know the song, they can't worship. That's totally untrue because Morningstar right. did nothing but new songs all the time. Right. And people went crazy in worship. And uh, it's just it sounds good, you know. It sounds you know, and it comes from a a pure heart, I believe. Right. Uh, you know, but the problem it's just not true, because like I will do brand new songs. In, that nobody knows whatsoever. I just did it down in Daytona uh, a week ago. And everybody in the congregation, as soon as they caught on, were yeah. singing it to the top of their lungs and going crazy with it. And so, it, you know, um, so consequently what we've done is we're, we're actually training a whole generation on worship. We're, we're training them. Right. You know, we're training them that it has to come from a certain ministry. It has to come. It has to sound like this. It has to, you know, it has to be this way and this way. You know, I mean, and we're not saying that out loud. Right. But the audience is being trained. They're being conditioned. Yeah. You know, they're being it's uh, religious. Would it be would you call it religious training or would you oh, call it's, it? It's, well, they don't. Well, it's not done on purpose. No. You know, and the heart is, like you said, probably from more of a pure heart than 
than not. Yeah, and so consequently, what we what we're finding, what I'm finding, is that um, if the if the people are anointed that are doing the worship, you know, and uh, and it can be heard correctly out in, in the audience. There, so you have two things going on. You have to have a worship leader and a band, and then you have to have a sound man, and they all have to work together. And if the sound man is not working with with the yeah the band, it can yeah. totally totally ruin the whole situation. Right. It, it wouldn't do that back a hundred years ago because we didn't have sound systems. Well, now we do. Yeah. And so consequently, you know, I mean, I can take this microphone and just jack, jack up the uh, the treble to the point where it'll just hurt your ears. Mm -hmm. You know, and I could be saying the same thing. You know, and and I can be speaking lovely terms to you, right? But, but if that treble is killing your ears, you can't hear right. what I'm trying to say. You know, and so consequently, we, you know, we're in a different, we're in a different age. We yeah. use sound systems, we use uh, yeah. technology, and you know, so it's important to know all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's important. Uh, I'll tell you the biggest plus that rick joiner was towards our worship right he didn't know anything yeah he, he knew nothing about worship he knew nothing about writing a song he knew nothing about any anything musical he just saw the anointing on us and let us go with it he recognized the anointing right and yeah. that's what most pastors don't because what they they're got they've gotten the idea yeah okay oh, oh we have to do if we do it this way the people will be satisfied and, you know, uh, I'll let them put the money in the jukebox. Right. Yeah. And, you know, as long as the money's coming in and the jukebox is working, then it's fine. But what's happening in in the creatives, right? they're like, I am not a jukebox. Yeah. You know, I, I am a worshiper, you know. And so consequently, a lot of them are, there's some real creatives out there that have left the church yeah you know and they're out there and they're drawing lots of people right and yeah. they still love the lord they're just yeah. not they're just not on the worship stage anymore because we have to we it has to be attractive because we look like smell like feel like god there has to be enough manifested of god to because you know what the, the the most creative people should be the one that got rebirthed and became one with the creator right right so what can we do leo to right the ship a little bit because it seems like people it, there's there's prophetic loops and there's and there's musician this uh, and unauthentic i guess would be a sound there and my my son brandon he, he told me about this secular band i think i mentioned this when we were chatting the other day uh how that they play this game where they go from from their gig to gig and they're traveling for an hour or two or more and they play this game spot the christian station and they put the they put it on scan and 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 then they stop it when it comes to and who can who can get the first and it, and they they nail it all the time because it's there's not a new sound it seems like people 
hear something that sounds great and it responded well. And the very first one might have been great and authentic, but then everybody wanted to be a copycat or it, which seems like or they just wanted to jump on the bandwagon. But we need to get back to raw creativity. I mean, I you may disagree with me completely on this, but I would rather have somebody that is less skilled, but more anointed. Uh, and I know that you are so about the spirit of excellence. So that great like a, a chalkboard but for me as somebody that just that loves the presence loves the anointing I, I mean obviously the best is to have somebody very creative and very skilled and that's what we want to produce but i'll tell you there's something to be said about something that just somebody that spent some time with him well yeah one of one of the things i uh i've done many many worship schools many many yeah yeah. Uh, all over the world. Uh, and uh, the first day I say, okay, uh, what's your favorite worship album? What's your, wh who do you listen to the most? All that kind of, I say, okay, you're here for six weeks or whatever, six months, whatever the duration of the school is. And I said, you are not to listen to anybody else's worship music, but your own. Wow. You can only get your guitar out, your piano, your voice. You cannot listen to other people's worship music. And you will not be allowed to do worship with anybody else's song. It has to be your song. Wow. And that's why we got the John Mark McMillans, the Johnny Helsers, the uh, the people that came through our school. Uh, you know, because it's like, dude, I can't do, you know, back then. It was, uh, you know, I can't even remember who was big back then. Uh, the, uh, you know, like now there's there's certain there's certain pipelines that's pumping out all the worship songs. And only right. about three or four. Right. You know, and um, and it's almost like a, an unwritten rule is you have to do these songs. I've been in the meetings at, at, at churches and they, you know, well, I don't know that song. Uh well, so, yeah, <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean it's not an anointed song. You know, that doesn't mean that the people won't, you know, respond. Yeah. You know, and um, so I've just seen that, you know, and it's it's coming back to bite, you know, eventually, you know, the the uh, I mean, I'm in touch with a lot of creatives. Yeah. You know, and, and I see what's going on and. uh you know, the the church is going to change or they're going to lose the real, the next move, you know, yeah, yeah. In, in what's, you know, God wants to move the ne in the next generation. Absolutely. But man, you look at, I mean, I, I pull up the, you know, I get stuff sent to me all the time, you know, on YouTube and that kind of stuff, you know, and I'm going, these kids, my God, what they are creating. I'm talking young people, the music that they are creating. Mm -hmm. I listen to that and then I listen to what the church is creating, you know, and, wow. you know, and, and there are a few people, you know, there are some, you know, things, you know, that's, and there are some people within that industry, the worship industry that have pure hearts. As a matter of fact, a lot, a big percentage of them have pure hearts but they don't have an eye on the future and where it's going, you know, and uh, I look at, you know, unfortunately the, the church is still the tail. 
yeah. you know, and uh, the tail never wags the dog. The the dog, you know, wags the tail. And right yeah. now, that's what's happening. Is um, unfortunately, people keep texting me, and I don't know how to turn that off without turning my internet off. But anyway, if yeah. you hear a, if you hear a beep, oh, it's fine. You're, you're good. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, God's called us to be the head and not the tail. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, uh, so people that come to our worship schools, I, that's what, you know, that's what I work on. I'm, I'm getting them, getting their heads out of the tail. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. We need, we, we need that. So it, we got to stop reacting and, and, and copying. Uh, we need to collaborate and, and we need to be leading. Who has the Holy Spirit? Who has the, the spirit that raised Christ from the dead on the inside of us? We need to tap into that. And so just one one last question. How do we tap into Holy Spirit? Because I know your one song um, on your on your album that um, that I was playing the other day, uh, Songs of My Youth, Keep mm-hmm. Keep My Eyes on You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I love the guitar lick at the beginning of it too, but um, it how so? I mean, this for me, I, I I'm teaching people always to behold the Lamb and turn your eyes upon Jesus and focus. So, but what what is a key for for people that you can give them today how they tap into the Creator so they can create with authenticity? Um. Well, I think everything uh, everything should derive from your relationship with God, obviously. But yeah. The script, but the scriptures, you know, people get saved and they go to church and they don't study the Bible. They don't, you know, read the yeah. Bible. Yeah. And a, a lot of I know a lot of young people. You know, they grew up in church. They go to the youth group. You know, but they've never read through the Bible themselves. Right. You know, and when I was, you know, first saved, I got saved in, in 1970. Yeah. 70 to 71, somewhere in that neighborhood. It was a slower, you know, slow process, but <laughs> excuse me. Um, you know, it, I mean, it, it was a, uh, a, what do you call it? A, a given that you would read the Bible and right. study it. You know, and and a lot of young people they don't. You know, they 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 go to church. They're in love with worship. They're in love with the church, and they're they're in love with the Lord. But they don't know the Lord because the only thing we have we've got two inputs from God. Mm-hmm. We have what He's created, nature. Yeah. You know, we have three. We have His preachers that are preaching the gospel, and then we have the Bible. Yeah. You know, and if you take one of those things out you know you're you're off balance you're off balance yeah you know if you take a, if you take the preaching of the word out you're off balance if you take the bible you're off balance if you take nature and what is creation and and you have to have all three mm-hmm. i see that we get a, we get two we get preaching and we get you know and we and maybe we get some of the nature but you know so when i got saved you know i I read through the Bible once a year, mm-hmm. had a little plan, read through it, you know, try, I, I really tried to remember, I'm, I have a, 
probably thousands of scriptures memorized. What I was never able to do is go, that's John. Right. 22. Well, that was man. That was man's doing anyway. I know. Yeah. But, but I have many, many, I mean, yeah. thousands of scriptures memorized. Yeah. And it comes out, and that, that comes out in your music. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it just it has to. Uh, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? And, and so if you want the Holy Spirit moving in your songs and then your worship, you, you have to include your private time of study, right. you know, of the scriptures. You know, uh, some of the best worship leaders I know actually went to uh, a ministry school. Matter of fact, those all those kids that I was talking about, the Helsers, the McMillans, and all yeah. they were they were in our ministry school. It wasn't really a worship school. Worship was kind of like a sidetrack. Sure. You know, and so they know the scriptures. You know, uh, yeah. and you know, without that, you're you're, you're floundering. Yeah. You know, you have no foundation. Yeah, you have to have that. Uh, I also want to prerequisite that the scriptures don't tell everything about God. And that's the thing that people don't know. Yeah. You know, they go, well, where's that in the Bible? Well, it doesn't have to be in the Bible to not be true. Right. It I mean, just has to agree with the Bible. It has to agree. If it doesn't disagree. Yeah. And, and the, you know, the, the you know, I mean, are, are you kidding? A little book this size when yeah. when the Bible itself says if everything that he did yeah. was written down, the whole world the whole couldn't world. contain it. That's right. OK, so we don't we only know a little bit about God. But we need to learn that little bit that you will open up our that. minds. And and then you've got, you know, all the, you know, the you know, I'm I'm, I'm of the. uh persuasion of that when the when israel came out of canaan um not out of canaan out of egypt uh, that they carried with them from an ungodly nation yeah the the materials that they built the temple with right yeah i mean the tabernacle yeah and uh and it's you know people are so afraid of oh well that came out of the world Duh, you know, where did they get the gold for, you know, to yeah. build the tabernacle? Where did they get the wood? They got, you know, they got it from Egypt. Right. You know, um, like when I, you know, I play a lot of different instruments from different countries. And I, uh, I when I first got the sitar, I started playing the sitar, which is an Indian instrument. I uh, said, so, oh, well, that's used in meditation, you know, and Eastern meditation sure. and all that, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, come on. You yeah. know, the it, the instrument itself is neutral. It's, it's amoral. Right. It's the person yeah. who's playing it. Absolutely. You know, the drums used to be the devil's instrument, you know. Oh, especially, fact, in, especially in North, Native North American drum. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's, and the, And the organ. Did you know that the organ was considered Satan's tool in oh, back yeah. in, in uh, like the 1500s? Right. In the Renaissance era. Yeah. So, you know, uh, some of this, these religious ideas about, you know, holiness and, and God, it's just not founded in truth. You know, no, it's not. It's people need to start thinking for themselves. Yeah. You know, we have to have um, we have to have the ability, you know, and and when you have the, the word of God, like you're saying earlier, as the foundation of your life, you can think properly, then you can screen properly. 
and and we we need like i know i met so many people leo that um like i i was at a, at our uh i think 37th annual uh powwow on my reserve and i was out dancing with in the all tribes um um dance when they were playing the powwow music and people you know this one lady inboxed me said uh, you know i was told by a lot of people that going to a powwow is is not good and you can pick up you know this and that and i don't even want to say different things but i there i, I am a child of god right uh, life nor death nor principalities nor powers i i'm really born again i really serve god i really have a relationship with him and i'm not afraid to even go to starbucks i i i go i go into all the world and i'm just being the light and and i'll tell you when people would tell me about the drum because they they would use it in different ceremonies that would would conjure this or whatever and even african drums but uh it's like you said it's amoral it's neither immoral or moral it is whose hands it is it's like the money money is is neither it's not it's the love of money that's evil not the money itself it's amoral use it to build a church use it to you know send out missionaries but i'll, I'll tell you we just really need to stop thinking unauthentic and we need to stop thinking traditions of men and we need to begin to think creatively through the word of god there's so much there but anyway leo um i want you if, could you just pray for everybody and i want to just give a little information about how they can connect with you sure. um, but uh would you just pray for people and, and whatever's on your heart but uh I, you know i just i want our people to be able that are listening to begin to be the authentic them the whole world ladies and gentlemen the whole world is waiting for you to be the one that called that god called you to be the one that god created you to be and you need to create with the creator we are in the place of the unknown and the only place that you can create something brand new is in the place of the unknown like leonard went into the cabin for eight hours a day completely unknown completely unknown by people completely in a, in a obscure place but began to worship god and something was birthed there's something that needs to be birthed out of you you need to begin to be the manifestation of the sons and daughters of god that this whole world is waiting for your authentic you so leonard could you just pray for everybody yeah god I'm, i ask for uh all the people that are watching uh but particularly the creatives um uh, I'm just saying, don't get discouraged. There, there is a place for you, and and God is, He hasn't forgotten you, and and I know you're tired of it, and but uh, I believe that God is tired of it too. He wants pure worship, and right. He wants worship out of the heart, and being that He is a very creative being, He loves your creativity. Yeah, and. And he is not going to slap your hands for uh, bringing something in that you had gotten out of the world just because you learned your scales in the world. That does not mean you can't use them for him. Right. And uh, Lord, um, just ask you to help your people to understand how you really are, because we uh, we sometimes get wrong impressions through preachers, through 
yeah. and something something that we've read or, or or just something that we've been born into. Uh, I, mean, I know that you're kind. I know that you're good. Yeah. And I know that you're creative and I know that you're fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and no matter what anybody says, I know that about you. And, and I just ask you to show, uh, show your people, God, the, just, uh, the, the, the things that you want to do, releasing a new, uh, a, a new thought pattern mm. in, in, into your, in, into the, the church lord so that new and fresh things you wouldn't have said sing unto the lord a new song if you didn't want new songs and uh and so i i, I just released the new song into your creatives and it doesn't matter by the way um you creatives it doesn't matter if you're doing it in your bedroom and and you're the only person that you and God are the only person that ever hears it. That is okay. Wow. Uh, but be, you know, basically you got to be kind of true to yourself. You know, there are people that are not in the church, you know, not doing worship. You need to get in. There are people that are in there and you need to back out for a little while mm. and, and get with him alone. Right. And, uh, the stage is that that is not your destination. Wow. Your, des your destination is the throne room. If, if, it, if it happens to be on the stage, fine. If it happens to be in your bedroom, fine. Wow. And Lord, we, we just seal up that. Uh, there's there's things that you you sealed up until the end of the age. Right. And, and, I, and I know that. But there's also things that you you. They broke the seal. Mm. Lord, I ask you to break the seal on on worship uh, like it's never been broken before. Um, yeah. Release a, a I, I hate to say the word new sound because I know I, I, it's a fallacy. There's no such thing as a new sound. Uh, mm. As soon as it comes out, it's old. Yeah. But it's it. it Rather than releasing new sound, release new ears. You know, mm. he that he that has an ear to hear, let him hear. Wow. And I ask you to to do that in your church, God. Mm. Uh, particularly in in the um, in the pastors, Lord, that that they yes. they start releasing the creatives to flow. Uh, and that's the only way the new sound is going to come. That's the only way the new songs are going to flow. Yeah. Amen. So, Father God, give us a grace to allow some latitude for creative people in our churches, in the kingdom. Father, I, we just pray for leadership of churches. Hear the word of the Lord and take off the limits. Don't your your people will come or people won't come. It doesn't matter. Is the Lord being pleased? That's what I say to you, leaders. That's what we say to you today in Jesus' mighty name. Woo! That was amazing. Thank you. Uh, thank yep. you for sharing your heart. That's what we wanted, and uh, that's what you did. And so how – so you're working on a couple of things. You're working on something in Brazil, and and uh, how can people sow into Brazil? It's, uh, this September 1st, Brazil Alive, but they can sow 
into um well that that project is uh the the kickstarter isn't up yet it, it starts in september 1st mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to be um raising funds <laughs> for that um I'm and you can give where at checkout at yeah, check leonardjones.org and that's going to be for uh so i've taken a whole bunch of my songs and i've translated them into portuguese right amazing and okay so i'm just gonna be, before we go any further i'm gonna spell this out because a lot of people listen to this i think more people listen to this than watch it on youtube right now that's changing a little bit but it's check out at leonardjones.org that's uh check out just wait as leonard jones l at Leonard Jones, L-E-O-N-A-R-D-J-O-N-E-S dot org. Right. So rewind that, listen to that again, write that down. So there's an, another place that we you can sew into your school, right? The right. tuition at levitepraise.org. Right. And so right. this th this will go to current projects that you're doing by raising up uh, worship leaders and teaching yeah, so creatives right it's an online school that that will be online before the end of the year right okay so that's tuition so t-u-i-t-i-o-n at levite l-e-v-i-t-e praise.org right amen hallelujah uh and so they can also connect with you on your on social media at where well, they can do Facebook. You just okay. my name; they'll find me. So it's at Leonard Jones twenty four. That's that's my Instagram account. And that's Inst your what's the what's your Facebook account? Can you bring that up? I, I, there it is, right here. There, there it is. Yeah, oh, that's that's a big one. But just remember, Leonard Jones LPI. LPI. Okay, Leonard yeah. Jones LPI. All right. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna be okay if we bring you back for another session um next week sure awesome okay i don't know if i can uh, wait a week but we'll yeah <laughs> all right thank you so much uh leonard and we'll talk to you real soon bless you love you thank you so much so ladies and gentlemen please uh please give to my my friend Leonard, as he is um, doing wonderful work in the kingdom, uh, and you, you see the pedigree of what his life has been. And, but what I loved was the very first thing he started talking about, and that was how he began in his worship ministry some 30-some years ago by going into a cabin for eight hours a day and nobody listening except for millions of angels that were posturing themselves and, and the Lord that was being enthroned upon the power of his praise. I'll tell you, that's, that's where we need to get back. Pastors, uh, teachers, evangelists, prophets, apostles, uh, minstrels, um, song leaders, whatever, whoever you are leading in the church, get back to not the basic, the deep things of intimacy. Until next week, this is Barry Miracle signing off. And if you want to actually, before, before I just let you go, if you want to uh, contact me, you can go to barrymiracle.ca and um, you can get more materials there and you can connect with a lot of other podcasts and you can get on our YouTube channel there as well. But I bless you. Love you guys. Until next week, Barry Miracle signing off. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. 
My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.